with Mr. Mark's Classroom. This is the podcast dedicated to intentional leadership in childhood ministry. Mr. Mark's goal is to resource you with tools, ideas, and a passion for leading kids to become lifelong followers of Jesus. So let's get this episode rolling with the man that champions kids' ministry today, Mr. Mark Jones. Hey, friends. Thanks again for joining me here at Mr. Mark's Classroom. My name is Mark Jones. And I want to tell you, as school is winding down and getting closer, I'm not sad. Like, there's so much that has to happen at the end of school. So many things. Parents are coming and going and coming and going to so many awards assemblies, games. I mean, God's stuff that really are happening right now. And I I want to um, give you a a little update because many of you know that I – Uh, push for Bible drill here at our church. It's our children's discipleship. And that is that boys and girls get their Bible skills and they're able to find the book in the Bible in 10 seconds, be able to name the book before it, the book and the book after it. And I know that we're equipping them for what they're going to need later. So the difference in Bible study and discipleship is both of them have Bible study, but discipleship is when you're accountable for something that you have learned something, you've processed it, you've used it, and now you've been discipled by that. So children's discipleship is that they get their Bible skills, that they have learned uh, some uh, memory verses, and we work on 25 uh, verses through the school year. And then we also have uh, key passages. So if I say, look up the Sermon on the Mount, and they have 10 seconds to find Matthew 5 and 6, and knowing where that's at, or the Ten Commandments, or um, one of the Psalms. I mean, whatever it is that we're working on, that they're learning that. Those are good Bible skills. How, how to pronounce Bible names. Those are all things that we can do in small group Bible study to keep reinforcing those Bible skills. So whatever it is that you use, I want you to be able to uh, drill down on that and, and be able to see kids get the Bible skills that they need. Now, as we come to the end of the year, we always have a great time of testing, which means that we have the Bible drill. And uh, you're asked these 25 questions, and if you get, or calls actually, and if you get 20 of them correctly, then you um, you get to uh, have a jacket at our church. So it's a, a really nice jacket, and it says Bible drill right on there with a patch. And some kids have gotten it for the second year, and they're adding the next patch or put it on the sleeve, um, whatever they want, because they have really excelled and done well. So we do that kind of thing with our third, fourth, and fifth graders. Sixth grade move into the student ministry, but other churches have sixth graders participate, and we wouldn't hold sixth grade back. They could come and be a part if they want to be in Bible drill uh, again at the end of the year. It's just a little bit disadvantaged since they haven't been walking with us, but some of them have done it and they've done really well. Now, I have learned that not all the kids wanted to do the memory work, but they like finding things in the Bible very quickly. And so we've created like a baby step that if they want to do the sword drill which is just finding things in the Bible, then they can do that. And so we even have that at a state level. So if you get 12 correct in the church, you get to move to the area. Uh, and, And for Oklahoma City, that's our area. You have to get 16 correct to move to the state Bible drill. 
And that's where the sword drill and the Bible drill happen. And uh, of course, the Bible drill gets this gold medal. I mean, it's kind of a big deal. And, um, and, and the Bible drill does, but the sword drill doesn't get that. But they, they really are doing awesome. And I love to see them go and, and be able to participate in that. Take lots of pictures. The families and stuff can celebrate. And we always go for pizza and stuff afterwards. It's a big deal. So I, wanna, I want to uh, just tell you a little bit about the sword drill in case you want to be teaching your kids these books of the Bible, trying to find it in 10 seconds and be able to name the book before it, the book, and the book after it. We just introduced it through the year by divisions. So we started with the first five books of the Bible, the books of law, and then we moved to the next 12. Maybe we did that for three weeks, and then we practiced the next ones, the next 12, maybe for a month. Um, but each time we would move on. So that was the books of history, and then the books of poetry, and then the books of major prophets, and then finally the books of minor prophets. So if you were counting them, there's five divisions in the Old Testament, five divisions in the New Testament, and in the Old Testament, there are a number of books that are 5, 12, 5, 5, 12. And so it's easy to remember when you start paring it down and looking at all of those. So I challenge you to start looking at those and practicing them with your kids just one division at a time, and they're learning the books of the Bible. So some of you may have learned how to find the books of the Bible with the song. Like you can name all of the books of the Bible because you can sing it. Well, I've learned that you can't find Ephesians in 10 seconds if you have to sing it all the way to Ephesians. So that's why we learn it by divisions and being able to look at three-fourths of the Bible is Old Testament, just the back quarter is New Testament, and be able to pare it down quickly and find it. And so in the sword drill, there are 12 questions that are Bible books, and you have to find those in 10 seconds. And then if you want to find a Bible verse, the next 12 questions are Bible verses, and the Bible verses have to be found in 20 seconds, really. Let's see you try to find a Bible verse in 20 seconds. It's really a challenge because you have to search through all those numbers and page turns, and 20 seconds goes by pretty fast. But you know what? Our kids have done great. And if they weren't working on the memory verses, they were working on this, and they can still be excelling and being a winner on this whole thing. And that's why we do it. And we want our kids to really like that they've got Bible skills and they can use it. You know what? If they grow up without Bible skills, they won't be able to feed themselves spiritually. They need to be able to find things quickly and be able to take that in. And when they are equipped and they move into the student ministry, when they move into adult ministry, they can use their Bibles. They'll bring them. They won't just use it on their phone. And we want them to be equipped because discipleship takes a whole different avenue when you get to be a little older. And when you have your Bible skills, you're ready for that. So this is our job. This is what we have to get done. You can see all the different Bible skill games that I have, the books, filled with games and stuff that you can see on Mr. Mark's classroom. And it might be that your teachers just need these ideas in order to start putting them in their classrooms and using them. We, we have blue tubs in our classrooms that you can actually make a game and start putting it in there. And they're all teacher-made games. And they use them for early arrivers, for their regular group times. They're ready to use them. So work on Bible skills. They need that.
Matter of fact, with Classroom Swag, it's our newest publication that we send out the first of every month, and it's got 20 pages of great ideas, and uh, several of those ideas, there, I know there are, are two pages that are Bible verse games and Bible, and the other one's Bible book games, and there's two on each. I think you're going to love what you see in Classroom Swag. So on the sidebar here at Mr. Mark's Classroom, just check on, uh, click on the um, Classroom Swag and go print off the free sample. I think you're going to like it and enjoy having that and, and make all the copies you want for your workers. They can put them in notebooks and start saving them because it's a resource they'll use over and over. That's it for this episode of Mr. Mark's Classroom. We invite you to leave your questions or comments on the show notes at mrmarksclassroom.com. Until next time, remember your ministry to children is a gift with eternal value. So go and make it count.